Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of I Don't Know History, featuring RJ, who doesn't know anything about history. Isn't that right, RJ? Hi, my name's RJ, I don't know history. I'm Alex, and I feel like I think I know more about history than I do, because I had to do quite a lot of reading up for this particular episode. RJ, do you know what we're doing today? Uh, no. Okay, I have a question for you. Not a question, more of a, more of a request. Can you name me a King of Wales? Name you a prince. I, I'm asking for a king of Wales. Well, maybe in like ten years when the Queen's dead, then I can. No, he won't be the king of Wales. I mean, he will be the he king will of be Wales. the king of Wales. He'll be the king. Elizabeth, the queen of the queen of Wales, right now. But the prince of Wales. I can name you in ten years, but no, I do not know a king of Wales. Well, you're in for a treat because today, I've done a little piece about um, your homeland, not mine. The country of Wales. Where were you born? I was born in England. Ugh. You know so little about my life, don't you? You thought I no, went, I knew. Thought I went to like, school in Cantonian. Yeah, I thought you you lived in Cardiff. Like I, I do thought, live in Cardiff. I like I kind of remember the whole Newport thing now. Like my head's like, because I knew I know your your history as in like your heritage, mm. like throughout your family. Right. But I do not know, like where you went to school. Well, that's irrelevant now. I don't know history. I do know history. Archie, let me take you back a thousand years. Oh, fuck. Yeah. More Go than back a, a thousand again. More now. than a thousand years, actually. Oh, fuck. Are we... Do uh, be careful. I yeah, sorry. I want to drink my okay. tea, not wear it. <laughs> it just sounds like we're having a domestic at the minute, doesn't it? Today, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to welcome you to another uh, segment of this show called Alex Butcher's Old Welsh Names. <laughs> Okay. So, if I'm going to take you help, back. If you need a little help. Oh, I don't know if you'll be able to help me. Okay. <laughs> Some of these are very difficult. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to the 10th century AD. Yeah. So, in fact, over a thousand years ago. Yeah. About 1100 years ago. Yeah. So, the first, the first man who could be called, potentially, the King of Wales was a gentleman called Helvar. Howell the... Howell, Can I see this? Howell the Good. There he is. Howell. Howell. Well, not Howell, but Howell. Howell. Uh, Howell the... I know someone that's got that name and they go by Howell. Well, that's been anglicised. Anyway. Howell. This is more of a broader look at uh, medieval Welsh history um, from pre-Middle pre, pre, uh, Ages to sort of um, when, when, when it became a part of England legitimately the first time. I say the first time. The first and only time. Yep. So if we go back all the way to about 930 AD, we encounter a man in Wales called Hildar, who was the king of Dovid. Do you know what Dovid is? Dovid. Dovid. No idea. It's an old Welsh province, um, which is sort of modern-day Pembrokeshire. Okay. If you like. That, down that way. Now, way back in the day, Wales was um, ruled by many different petty kings. It wasn't just one single nation, and it was it was a, a single nation for not a long, not long periods of time. Um, there was one; it appeared to be one whole family that were individual kings of Wales, because before the turn of the first millennium, there was something called gavelkind succession. Do you know what gavelkind succession means? 
Clearly Actually. not. <laughs> okay, so... I don't think you did before today. No, I definitely did. Thank you. In, <laughs> are you saying that because I've underlined it? <laughs> no, I just I just said it because in, I was like, I feel like it's something that so you didn't know. The royal family we use today is we used to say the royal family we have today in Great Britain yeah. is um, the Windsor family. Yeah, we run on what's called um, a, a primogeniture succession, which means that the oldest son or daughter of the current reigning monarch um, will become uh, is, is the heir apparent. We used to just be what's called agnatic primogeniture, which means which meant solely boys. But uh, after Princess Charlotte was born, Princess Charlotte, I don't know history. Name? It's not history. That's right now. I don't know history. Princess Charlotte was born. They changed it so that uh, the first-born child of the monarch is will, will be the next king. So Hildvar okay. was the king of Dovid. Yep. Now his father, Kadesh, Kadesh was the king of uh, the neighbouring province called... Where's this word? Where's this word? Here it is. Uh... What have you written? Is that an S? It's an S, an E, an I, an S. A Y, two L's, a W and a G. I think it's Seisiflug. 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 Something like that. Which is modern day Keredigion. Is that Cardiff? No, it's sort of Cardigan. Ah, okay. So, when Kadesh died, uh, Hewell inherited the kingdom of... Seisiflug. I'm going to try and say that as few times as possible. He was then <laughs> king of Dovid and king of Seisiflug. Now, the king of England at this time was an Anglo-Saxon gentleman called... Remember the Anglo-Saxons from last mm-hmm. episode? Flashback. Yeah, from Athelstan, called Athelstan, who was the king of England. Now, Athelstan wanted to subjugate all the, all the other kings on the British Isles, so the king of Scotland, all the petty kings of Wales. Yeah. So inevitably, there would have been war. Hildar knew that. He submitted to Athelstan and said, hey, you know what? How about now? I'm, 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 you do what you like, mate. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with you being the king. All that kind of stuff. Now, in 942 AD, a gentleman called Idwal Voil, Id- Idwal Vo- Voil, who is the king of Gwyneth. Now, you know where Gwyneth is? No. The, Gwyneth is still... Are you all right? Are you enjoying this? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm enjoying You're this. You're just yes. struggling a little bit. With I'm just things. like, number one, this tea is hot. And number two, you're saying Welsh words, and I'm like, oh my god, how do I not know these places or things? <laughs> okay, so, in much the same way as, say, last time, Wessex and Mercia and Northumberland aren't actually, Northumbria even, aren't, aren't places anymore. They once were. These places aren't, aren't places anymore either. I mean, Gwynedd is a place. Um, Gwynedd is a county in Wales. Mm-hmm. Gwynedd stretches from, let's say, Carnarvon down to just about north of Aberystwyth and then uh, east across to, like, Flintshire. Okay, I understood Aberystwyth. Apparently, I don't know geography. Do you know where Carnarvon is? No. Right, real tippy-top northwest Wales. Flintshire's kind of northeast Wales. Literally, as soon as you get towards north Wales, I have no clue. And once you get to north, like, west Wales, I have... Wait, northeast Wales, I have no clue. Like... Anything north, I have no... I'm, I'm from South southwest Wales, mate. I know Carmarthen, up to Aberystwyth. So Edward Foyle died. <laughs> <laughs> so Edward Foyle was the king, of, the king of Gwynedd, another one of these Welsh uh, minor kingdoms. So by this time in 942, 
Athelstan, the King of England, had died and left it left, not left because it wasn't you know write it in a will. Yeah, I leave the kingdom of England to my son. His son Edmund had inherited the throne. So Edward Royal okay. decided to take up arms against Edmund, the King of England, for whatever reason. Okay. There's a lot of war. Like, there's a lot of war and bloodshed and fighting between... What year is this exactly? 942 AD. Oh, wait for another 70 years. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Um, Edwalvoy was killed in battle. Now, it would have, it would have passed... The, the Kingdom of Gwyneth would have passed to his children. Iago, right? That's a Welsh name. Iago and Yayav. But, Hilva intervened in the succession exiled Edwell's children, Iago and Yayav, to wherever the hell. He crowned himself ruler of Gwyneth, and therefore Powys as well. Do you know Powys? Yes, I know Powys. I got that one. It's sort of, not, not Dinas Powys. It's a different place. But Powys is in the county, Powys. Yeah. Does that still exist? Powys still exists, yeah. Powys, fine. Like, right in the middle of Wales. Like, the biggest yes. part of Wales, but with the least amount of people. That in. is absolutely Powys, yes. So... Uh, Hilvar gained control of Gwyneth and therefore Powys, which was at the time a protectorate of Gwyneth. Mm-hmm. So it was independent-ish, but it was still ruled and governed by the king of Gwyneth. Yeah. So only at this point then, because Hilvar has David, Sisilug, Gwyneth, and Powys. Only Morganog, which is present day Glamorgan. <gasps> I know that. And Gwent. I live here. Which is and Gwent, which is still Gwent. Gwent is, I used to live in Gwent. So did I. She is. We're independent <laughs> at this time. So, Hilvar owned, owned, ruled over pretty much all of Wales. Yep. However, not all of Wales. So he could not, he could not name himself the King of Wales. He was referred to as the King of the Britons. Now, Welsh people in this time referred to themselves as Britons because uh, they considered that all the invading people. So the Romans had been in, what, 400 years earlier and only left, like, not long ago. And the Anglo-Saxons had come in. They weren't, as far as they were concerned, they weren't the native British people. Yeah. So calling yourself a Briton was saying, I'm an, I'm native to this island. I'm yeah. not an Anglo-Saxon. So Hiwaldar was referred to as the King of the Britons, as opposed to the King of Wales. This is the first time I'm hearing that information. We had a technical glitch. We found out the meaning of the word Welsh. Turns out means fail to honour. But also, it means foreigner, and if you go Cymru, it means fellow countrymen. Wales comes from the Proto-Germanic word Walhaz. But why are they called... I guess they must must have done it for, like, because we call ourselves countrymen. Well, England was... And they were like, you're foreign. Maybe. England was taken so many times that... Um, everyone's kind of foisted their own culture onto it, whereas Wales still remained mostly Celtic. So uh, compared to, say, the Germanic peoples that came and settled it, Anglo-Saxons and Romans and whatnot, it was... They were the other people. Yeah. They were the foreigners. Funny enough, you can always tell what a Welsh person looks like. Stocky, short, hairy. Oh. That's just me! All right, well... That's like Tom as well! What about Sam Warburton? Who the... Oh, wait, let me Google. You, you you don't know who Sam Warburton is? I can't remember what he's Sam Warburton is the Welsh rugby captain. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what he looks like. Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a strapping lad. Let's take a look. That's a weird face. That's a that's a weird face. He's a rugby player. Uh, yeah, but like I was expecting, like... What's the Welsh rugby player with the long hair? <laughs> uh, uh, Adam Jones? 
Adam Jones. I, that sounds like his name. Just, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Right, okay. And also, Adam Jones, not gonna lie, pretty fit. I don't know why. Don't know why. I'm not inclined to agree. No, I know, I know. No one has the right to agree with me. But for some reason, just does. Carry on. So in 950 AD, when uh, Hildar died, Gwyneth was reclaimed by... Do you remember the name I said? Idwal Voil? Yes. Remember that guy? It was reclaimed by his sons. Oh. Iago and Yayaf, right? Iago. Iago, yeah. The parrot from the Disney movie. You like Disney films? Aladdin. You like Disney yes. films? There's more later. Oh, fuck me. We're going to Disneyland next week, folks. Are you? Yes, I am. You just didn't come back from Norway. I know. Did I'm you, going to London you, after did we you talk about that. Did you talk about Harald Hadrada and, and Hartleknut? I was actually talking about the Battle of Hastings whilst I was there. Oh, I was nice. like, guys, have you heard of the Battle of Hastings? Hi, Siggy. Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast. You used all your new knowledge. Um, Maybe I use this somewhere as well. My friend Siggy likes history podcasts, and I told him to subscribe to mine. Oh, nice. Yours? Ours? Yours? I don't know. Carry Gw- on. Gwyneth was reclaimed by Idwal Voil's sons, Yago and Yayav. Yes. And the kingdom that became known as Dehaibath which is the south, what, what was Seisichlug. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness it's been renamed to something that I can, <laughs> can, I can feasibly pronounce. Was divided into three between Hildar's sons. Now, after that, that remained as such for a while. There was no one man uh, who was in charge of most of Wales. Yeah. That came to, came to an end then again at Hildar's grandson, Maradiv ap Owain. Yeah. Jeez. Through inheritance and wars, he became king of the Britons, mm-hmm. excluding Morgana and Gwent. So, like in 986, he captured Gwynedd from Cadwallon ap Yayav. Yayav yeah. is another name you'll know, because Yayav was the son of Idwal Voil, and Cadwallon was his son. Okay. Oh, hello. Sorry. I'm just doing a bit of a climb. Sorry. But. Upon his death in 999 AD, the kingdom was divided again. Again? So it doesn't seem like Wales can really like hold itself together. You no, know we're I mean? not very good at that, apparently. <laughs> well, certainly not in the, in the, in the 10th century. Things, things are about to change a little bit, however. So, the great, great, great grandson of the first man we mentioned, Hildar. Oh, back to was, him. Yeah, was a, a gentleman called... Uh, you'll learn, by the way, Arjun, that they're very, very unoriginal with names. It's going to be all like Jones and... Well, that's just Wales today, isn't it? We're all Davis, Jones, or... Not even last... Last names back then in Wales were... were Still sort of the old Viking tradition of... of Your father's name, son, or like, in this case, it was Ap Llewellyn. Ap something. Ap Owain. So, Griffith, Ap Llewellyn. Not the other way around. We'll get to him. Wait, so it's all reversed. It's wrong. So Griffith, the son of Llewellyn. Yeah. Yes. The great, great, great grandson of Hildar, who was king of Dehebath. Remember Dehebath? The one I talked about. Yes. So yes, kind yes. of South Walesy. Yeah. So King King Iago of Gwynedd <laughs> was killed by his own men with no heir. Oh, they should have had a friend like me. Nice. So there was there was a power vacuum there. Mm-hmm. And Griffith ap Llewellyn just, just went in. He just went, 
I'm the king now. Basically, he was a squatter. I would love to. I would. Oh, that sounds like me. He was a squatter. That sounds like me just suddenly just like, <laughs> dead? He me? Just, he basically me. was just a squatter. He just went into Gwyneth and went, well, I mean, I'm here, so I may as well. I may as well. No, genuinely, that does sound something like I would actually do. So he became the king of Gwyneth. He moved south and attacked David. Mm-hmm. He defeated another another hill at Edwin to gain control of David. And then uh, Griffith ap Llewellyn is very close to being the king of the Britons again. He's got Gwyneth, he's got David, he's therefore got Powys as well. He's yep. got De Haybarth. However, there was there was a plan in the works by someone else called... Uh, again, I mentioned they were unoriginal with names, didn't I? Yeah. Griffith. Another Griffith. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ap Rhyddach of Gwent expelled Griffith ap Llewellyn. What is this ap about? Ap means of. In Old Welsh. Oh, for goodness you, sake. So, for example... So, the, this is like the whole thing of me last time being like, why Alexander the Great? Why the Conqueror? Why this bull? Oh, okay, so, you know, a lot of... Am I RJ of Swansea? No. What's your father's name? Brian of Swansea. You'd be... Uh, Chris Johan Ab Brian. I hate this. I hate... But, uh, so, for example, let me uh, give you a little... A little nomenclature lesson, right? Mm-hmm. The name Powell mm-hmm. is a Welsh surname. Yes, I know. Because it comes from Ap Hill. Yep. Okay. So anyone whose whose father was called Hill would be called Ap Hill. Pill Powell. <laughs> Bevan, right? Bevan. It's a Welsh surname. Yes. Ap Evan. Ap Evan Bevan. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm starting to hear it now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Follow. Yep. All right. Cool. Jeez, it's Welsh is confusing, man. Oh, yes. So Griffith ap Rhyddach of Gwent, with his armies, expelled Griffith ap Llewellyn from De Haybarth in 1047. Yeah. We're getting close. We're getting close to a year you know about. <laughs> oh, shit, boy. But in 1055, Griffith ap Llewellyn killed <laughs> Griffith ap Rhyddach of Gwent in battle. And reclaimed his old kingdom of De Haybarth. He was 11 years off, man. 11 uh, years off. He also, for the first time since we started this podcast in, nine, <laughs> in 930 AD, seized Morganog and Gwent. The two ones that have been completely independent so far. Good luck. Now, he ruled all of Wales. All the de jure counties of Wales. Yes. So Griffith ap Llewellyn was the king of Wales. Hmm. He was the first and only man... The only Welsh king to rule over the entirety of Wales in history. Good on him. Good on him. But, bef- but before him and after him, no no Welsh man had ruled over the entirety of Wales ever. So what happens next? So when Prince Charles, yeah, Prince of Wales, mm-hmm. becomes king, uh-huh. he is the king of Wales. He's the king of England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland. But there's no separate... So you're talking... The Prince of Wales is uh, is an honorary title now given to generally the heir apparent. So okay. Prince George, Prince William. Prince William will become the Prince of Wales. Okay, there we go. Um, but there's then... So you're talking here of Wales being separate from England? Yes. And essentially being, I rule all of this land of mm-hmm. Wales. Yeah. You rule all of England. Mm-hmm. And then once they all merge, they are then the king queen of. They would become the United Kingdom yeah. in uh, fifteen hundred. Can we do that soon? 
Yeah, sure. The United, how how we became a United Kingdom, absolutely, and are slowly falling apart. Well, ding! Yes. That's the political bell. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so hey, I'm just gonna have to buy a. Poli- I'm just gonna have to buy a bell just to keep hearing how to go. Ding! Do you remember that fella from the last episode that you quite liked? Oh, Harold Harold Godwinson. Yes, the yes. king of the future king of England. Yes. Well, you may not like him anymore. No! <laughs> so in 1062, Harold Godwinson, of, of Battle of Hastings fame, uh, currently the Earl of Wessex and the future King of England, on the orders of the current King of England, do you remember his name? The current King of England. In 1062, who was the King of England? No, I don't know. Who was the first king? I can't remember. His, this name was, w- his name was Edward, Edward. the Confessor. Oh, Edward yeah. The Confessor. He was the yeah. King of England at the time. So on, on the orders of Edward the Confessor, Harold Godwinson took his army and invaded Wales. Now, this happened because Griffith ap Llewellyn was a little bit of a belligerent. Okay. And he had territorial aspirations. When I'm the King of Wales, I want this, I want that, I want this. He did take he did take other territories. So what you mentioned before, I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast, did you? Or was it before we started recording? Uh, what, me saying about Wales being bigger than it used Wales to be? Wales being bigger than it used to be, that wasn't I think that happened during the intermission of when the audio cut out. So Wales used to be bigger than it is now. They took areas in Hereford, Herefordshire, yep. and uh, Cheshire and places like that. Yep. So Harold Godwinson was sent in to sort this out. Okay. Um, so the English army was much bigger than the Welsh army. <laughs> and looking, <laughs> like it was, looking like it was unwinnable. Griffith ap Llewellyn, the King of Wales, was killed by his own men. In a, in a, a, not a mutiny, because they're not on a ship. This, once again, we've started to get close to the Battle of Hastings, and I'm mm-hmm. already like, this is Game of Thrones! Yep. Killed by his own men, who then shipped his head to Edward the Confessor, the King of England, in exchange for the traditional divided kingdoms of Wales. So they went back to how it was. This isn't working, let's kill him. Send the head off. So what happened in 1066? The Battle of Hastings. Moreover, William the Conqueror happened. Yes. The Norman invasion of England happened. The northern winds were afoot. Norway had an easier time getting to us than we could to them. And then the winds changed. And then a battle happened more. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud that you remember. I can retain some. I can't remember names. You've got to understand that name-wise... I can't remember oh, shit still the, to this day. Okay, so, there's one, so that's the problem when you've one, been asking me. You've only been asking me, who's the first king of England? I don't know. I can certainly remember what fucking happened with the Northern Winds, there's though. There's one name in this podcast that you must remember as a Welshman. You must remember. Okay. okay? It hasn't come yet. Oh, shit. So Has the Disney bit happened In 1063, yet? before we talk about William the Conqueror, Griffith okay. um, Llewellyn is killed. Harold Godwinson... Marries his widow, Edith. Mm-hmm. And divides Wales again. Okay. In 1066, William the Conqueror happened. The Anglo-Saxons are forced out, basically. And the Norman invasion happens. Now, should I just splice in the last episode in here for them to get more context and then go back to this? Yeah, sure. No. <laughs> at, at any t- Obviously, with under new management, there's always going to be a slight redoubling of efforts. Yes. So William the Conqueror happened. He came into the office just like, Hi guys, I'm your new boss. 
Uh, we're going to make it real easy, and I have been here long. Yeah. Just going to keep it running smooth. The Norman conquest of England is successful. He's not happy with that. He pushes further into into Wales. Oh, fuck. William the Conqueror, as we discussed last time, is a, is a brilliant military tactician. Mm-hmm. Wales has been in pretty much impenetrable for hundreds of years. <laughs> but God. by 1100, the now anglicised names of Brecon, Cardigan, Glamorgan, Gwent, and Pembroke were under Norman rule. These were not these were not Welshmen who were ruling this. The these the people who uh, ruled these areas were called the March Lords. This is just Game of Thrones. Obviously, this came first, but still. Yeah. Continue with yeah. the real history. Well, I mean, how, how are you feeling about the history of your country, RJ? It's the weird. medieval history. It's weird. It's it's a fun back and forward of like. It's just people wanting to leave each other alone, but some people being like... There is a lot of... Uh, I want it. And then everyone just being like, guys, just do your work and just chill out. There's a lot of bad backstabbery and oh, we don't want this. and tra- We want the old traditional kingdoms of Wales. We want Gwynedd and Dovid and Powys and Dyhebath and... <laughs> no one. It's. <laughs> I want out of the Welsh Union. King of Wales is a, is a difficult job to have at this point. By Can you imagine way. that referendum? Which we one? don't want to be in a, a, a Welsh union anymore. We don't want to be in Wales. We're, we're spending too much money on the medieval NHS. Oh, I see. Wait Let's put on. that on a no, red no. painted... Referendums didn't happen. Cow. Democracy hadn't happened yet. Yes, I'm more, taking the fucking There piss. is more about the development of democracy later in this podcast. We'll, we'll just touch on it because it's not quite important. Okay. Are we at midway through? We're about that. We're about midway through. If you're enjoying this podcast... Can I do this bit? You got to do it on the last one. It's your podcast. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you for listening to the I Don't Know History Podcast, the IDK History Podcast, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, We're having great fun doing this. I'm learning a lot. I'm very bad with names, but everything is super cool. Podmage should be live now uh, if I get off my lazy butt and finish the website this week. Um... But yeah, uh, feel free to take a look at podmage.com. You can take a listen to all the different kinds of podcasts on there. Even my talk show called Cup RJ, which Alex has been on quite a few times. We have a great laugh. Alex gets really mad at me uh, every single time we play Headlines. It's headlines, man. That game just uh, gets gets to me. Yeah. Um, you listen to this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a calm, temperate man. Mm-hmm. RJ interrupts me constantly to talk about nonsense, and I just I just soldier on through my history. I am bringing the funny. I know. Please give us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or Blueberry, whatever you are listening to this on. And if you know anyone that does like history, if you're just kind of there like, this podcast is alright, I'm just going to listen to the one, but you know someone that might enjoy it. If if you've got a history teacher or lecturer that might want to take a listen and tell us how we're wrong about history... Mm. Feel free. If you know that we're wrong about something that happened in history, please tweet us. Uh, tweet at CupperRJ because the I Don't Know History Twitter isn't currently being run. <laughs> I will let you know when that is working. Um, but yes, please do that. Also subscribe. You forgot to say subscribe. I was in the context. Okay. I f- I'm sorry, bud. Subscribe. That's okay. Your podcast is doing better than mine, okay? Well, yeah. This podcast is doing better than mine. To be fair, you should be like, go to cuprj.uk and subscribe to the Cuprj podcast if you like whiffy banter in your podcast app every Sunday night. RJ, what kind of topics would you like to cover on 
future episodes of this. Yeah. Um, I want to t- touch on the United Kingdoms. Mm. I want to see how that happened. Um, I guess we could touch on the European Union. Yes. Uh, you want to talk about the Hundred Year War? I don't want to talk about the Hundred Years War. You don't want to talk about no. it? No. Why not? Because it's very difficult. I, I'd quite like to. If I wasn't going to do this today, I was considering doing uh, Columbus and the Discovery of America. Yes, because I actually know this a little, um, but I would like to go in further detail. Dis- I know. Let's let's do a little snapshot. Who discovered America, Roger? Not Christopher Columbus. Oh, he does know history, doesn't he? <laughs> I know little bits. Uh-huh. I watch internet videos. Oh, that are comedic, such as Bill Wirtz and Adam ruins everything. They sound fun. And there is, in fact, a South Park episode that touches on this. Lovely. So, back to uh, back to Wales. Where were we, RJ? Wales. Yeah, but what had just happened? It's fucking betrayal, isn't it? No, the Norman Conquest, remember? Yes, we- everything split apart. William the Conqueror had happened. Yes, we're, we're at the 1066. Everything got split apart. Decapitated head was sent. I know where we are. So we're pushing forward into the 12th century a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Now, the Welsh traditionally had resisted Anglo-Saxon rule and uh, advances. Okay. And while the, the middle of Wales had been taken like, by the Marcher Lords, as it was called, the south of Wales and the, and the very north of Wales actually managed to resist uh, Norman and Anglo-Saxon rule very well. Dehebarth, Gwynedd and Powys were firmly established as kingdoms. And the English couldn't really take them, so these kings eventually swore allegiance to England while maintaining their own sovereignty. So it's hey yeah we'll we'll be your allies and we'll you can deal with us but so like we want to Britain entering the European Union yeah we'll enter but we're yeah. keeping our money pretty much and a lot of ours we're, we're having our own sovereignty we're having our own kings this that so the next man who you could consider to be potentially the king of Wales yeah was a gentleman called Llewellyn Vawr which means Llewellyn the Great okay. Now he was. Prin- I recognise this name. You probably will. Now he was the Prince of Gwynedd. At this point, Gwynedd, the old kingdom, has to become a principality. Okay. Um, so by by twelve hundred, he was the sole ruler of Gwynedd because obviously Gwynedd was because of this gavelkin succession. Gwynedd was passed around when when people died. It was split between several rulers. But his brother had died, or his next heir. I haven't actually got that written down. Uh, by twelve hundred, he was the sole ruler of Gwynedd. And he made a treaty with King John of Robin Hood fame. Boy! There's the Disney. <laughs> My favourite one is Robin Hood and Little John running through the, the forest, forest. laughing back and forth of what the other had to say. Dum, 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 dum. Robin Hood, Little John, running Just through the, the forest. forest. Oh, the lally, lally, what a day! It's my favorite one there. I but need, yeah, I need to rewatch the the lion in in the Disney Robin Hood. King John is is this King John and Richard? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is after Richard had died and John actually legitimately became king. <sighs> you don't you don't hear that in Robin Hood. He's just a baddie who's trying to usurp his his brother's claim. But Richard the Lionheart did die. <laughs> Yeah. And King John became the King of England. <laughs> and tax everyone? Is... Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> Carry on. Um, Llewellyn Vauer also gained control of Paris in 1208 through 
wars and that sort of thing. <laughs> um, so King John decided that Llewellyn Vaur, again, was getting too many territorial aspirations. He invaded Gwynedd in 1211 and took all the lands west of the River Conwy. Okay? Okay. So the River Conwy is up in North Wales. Funny enough, there's a Conway in Swansea. Yeah. Not a river. Street. However, Llewellyn Vaur managed to recover them following an alliance with the other Welsh princes. Okay. So King John took this land out from Llewellyn Vaur, who was a bit too powerful. Yeah. Gave it to other Welsh princes, divided it up. But uh, after an alliance, he managed to get it back. Yeah. Now, again, in an alliance with the, the rest of the Welsh kings, he forced King John to sign the Magna Carta. Do you know what the Magna Carta is? I have no clue. The Magna Carta is essentially a, a, a book of laws. Yeah. It's the, the, one of the first written legal documents. It's kind of essentially the first English constitution. What the fuck? Llewellyn Vaughan had, had Gwyneth, he had um, Powys, and he had Gwyneth and Powys. <laughs> okay? Okay, so he there was, was, it got very tense for a second. I, it was one of the, the names, you know, they just, they just escaped me. He was not the King of Wales or the Prince of Wales. He was the Prince of Gwyneth. He was the de facto ruler of Wales. Okay. If you like, he was King John's vassal. Do you know what a vassal is? No, I thought you said vessel for a second. No. I was like, he rode upon him. He's King John's vassal, which means he rules somewhere in his stead. So he okay. looked after Wales, basically, and he was the, the lead governor. In a sense, he's Carwin Jones. Okay. At this point. And under Llewellyn Vaur, he was called Llewellyn the Great because he kept the Welsh living in relative peace. Yeah. Up until 1240, they did live in relative peace. Until, obviously, Llewellyn Vaur died, because everyone died really young <laughs> at this point. Great. <laughs> when David Ap Llewellyn... His son became became the ruler of, of Wales, Wales, Gwynedd. So he managed to uh, explore alliances and, and use several wars to become what was known as... He was the first man to be called the Prince of Wales. Okay. Now, he was in a similar role to Llewellyn Vaur. He managed... He, he governed and he was the de facto ruler of Wales. He was the Prince of Wales, even though he was subservient to the King of England, who at this point was... Henry III, after King John had died. Boy! There's a lot of Henrys. There's one John, fair amount of Richards. I bet there were certainly a lot of Richards about during this time, <laughs> <were>. right? Oh. <laughs> I see I see what you did there. That was a muted high five. Can we give a can we give a proper high five? Right. Oh wait, let me say it again. But there were a bunch of Richards about it this time, alright? Ho! Oh, I forgot. One more. Alright. Face gonna, it, face gonna, me. Are you gonna say it again? Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I'm going to say it louder and more obnoxious, okay. and like Jake Paul. Mm. Oh, but there were a lot more Richards about it this time, all right, bro? Oh. That was good. Oh, look at that clip. <laughs> oh, that's going to... Apologies, headphone users. That's, uh, yeah. So D Danvers' uh, diplomatic situation with Henry III, the King of England, had deteriorated. Yep. Um, David explored alliances to strengthen his position. Mm -hmm. He actually um, sent envoys to the King of France, King Louis the Twelfth. One of the King Louis, the, one of the King Louis. There's four. There's sixteen of them. Um, but they were attacked in 1241. <laughs> Have land taken, right? Typical. So Henry the Henry the Third won and imprisoned his brother. Guess what? Guess what his name is? Griffith. You are correct. <laughs> David Ap Llewellyn's brother Griffith 
and seizing all lands outside Gwynedd. Because Llewellyn Vawr had obviously taken a lot of a lot of land outside of Gwynedd. Yeah. And he ruled it, as did Davith. But Henry III went, nah, that's not okay. You can have Gwynedd and that's it. So that's part of why they invaded. It's really funny that the place is called Gwynedd because I keep hearing, I keep picturing a, a lady instead <laughs> a lady of a lady called Gwynedd. <laughs> just Gwynedd Palm in the middle of ten. She's fucking, just, she just is no, a, 11, a part of Wales. Whatever. <laughs> they seized all lands outside Gwynedd Paltrow. And, uh, <laughs> Please don't ask. Keep laughing, and okay. we don't want that. And imprisoned his brother Griffith. Now, Henry the Third wanted to use Griffith as a diplomatic weapon. Okay in order to influence David in certain ways. Now, interestingly, before Henry could use Griffith as a diplomatic weapon, Griffith died falling out of a window. Oh my god. He was trying to escape the Tower of London. Or did he actually just see the Lannisters' brother and sister making sweet, sweet love and get pushed out the window? You're so behind on Game of Thrones, aren't you? No, I'm on season three now. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so... Uh, now, Less than halfway through. The, the place he was being imprisoned was the Tower of London. Okay. So it wasn't like he just fell out a random window. He was trying to escape from the Tower of London. That, um, if you go to see the Tower of London, that built that it was um, that window was bricked up so people couldn't escape from it, and it's still bricked up to this day. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Is it clear which where the bricked up place is? Is it like is it like when you get a hole in the wall and you have to patch it back up, and you just always know where it is? Yeah, it's it's bricked up with like different brick. To yeah. The, so you just there like looking at it, like I should have just left it. So this freed Davith at Llewellyn's hands. He attacked English possessions in Wales. There was serious fighting for months. Until Henry III, the King of England, ran out of money. Fuck. He just ran out of money. I so know was, how that feels. So there was a truce. And they went, all right, let's, let's chill. Everybody chill. Unfortunately, Davith died suddenly in late 1245. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it says. He died suddenly. He's like, oh yeah, whoop. <laughs> and of course, he committed the cardinal sin of all sins. What is it? What's the worst thing a ruler can do before, when he dies? When he dies, mm. poop himself. Or what's the what's the worst thing he he cannot do when he dies? Um, when he not worst thing he can do before he dies. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? So, remember in Tennessee... Did he say he will live forever? No, 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 Or no, no, no. say, I'm not going to die, I'm going to live a long life? No, he, com- like that? he committed the cardinal sin of all rulers, right? It's the same thing Edward the Confessor did. Edward the Confessor died in 1066. He plunged England into chaos. Yeah. Because he died without leaving a son and heir. Ah, there it is. David died without leaving a son and heir. So who's going to succeed him? Now, either his... Nephew, yeah, Owain Ap Griffith, because his brother was called Griffith, obviously. But Owain Ap Griffith was uh, imprisoned; he couldn't. His his young his young nephew, also called Davith, Davith Ap Griffith, too young, too young to inherit. Or his middle nephew, Llewellyn Ap Griffith. Do you know that name? I do. That's the name, RJ. If you're going to remember one name from this podcast, remember Llewellyn Ap Griffith, because he's probably the most prevalent Welshman who's ever lived. And the most common names that have featured throughout this whole fucking podcast. So the, the former King of Wales that I mentioned was called Griffith Ap Llewellyn. Yep. The only man to ever rule Wales. In, in there were many people called Griffith, and there's been quite a few people called fucking Llewellyn. There's a fair few Llewellyns. So that was Griffith Ap Llewellyn. This is now Llewellyn Ap Griffith. 
He was also Prince of Gwyneth. So power passed from, from, from way back when with Hildar, who was the, the king of David. The, the power completely moved up north to Gwyneth. It was the most powerful and the most important one, right? He had a brother, Owain, who had been a prisoner, was released. King Henry III hoped that the, the, the fact that Llewellyn and Gwyneth had become Prince of Gwyneth, releasing his older brother, who had a, a better claim on the throne to him, would start a civil war. And you know what? It nearly did. Jesus. In fact, it did later on. Spoilers. Uh, they were forced to sign the Treaty of Woodstock. Not the Festival of America. <laughs> it's called the Treaty of Woodstock. I was like, what? Which restricted them to uh, the lands of Gwyneth Oich Conwy, which is the lands to the west of the River Conwy. Yeah. Yeah? They were only... Because Gwyneth is, is quite large. There's, there's the River Conwy in the middle, and there's lands to the west, lands to the east. They were only allowed to have the lands to the east, the lands to the west. Um, yes, and when the younger brother, David, came of age, he swore homage to Henry, King Henry III, who announced his intention to give David parts of Gwyneth. So Gwyneth's already been reduced, and Llewellyn ap Griffith and Owen ap Griffith have some, have some lands, and Henry goes, King Henry of England, goes, ah, your brother can have some too. Okay. It's like going, you can have a, it's like, it's like me being, if I was your dad, RJ, and I go, you have to share this cake with your brother. Well, actually, this, I'm only giving you to a smaller cake. I'm taking that cake away from you, giving you a small cake. And you have to share a third bit with your, with your other brother. It's like, nah, this is my cake. That's a dick move. And do you know what Llewellyn said? He did say, nah, this is my cake. It's my cake. <laughs> Llewellyn wasn't, wasn't happy. So this started, happy this started a war. And believe I, it or I not, I would be so unhappy that I caused a war. But fuck. Okay. Believe it or not, right? Owain, the person who was ruling parts of Gwyneth with his brother and David, joined one side. This is like the fourth David that's, exi- that's, that's happened, right? That's existed here. And Llewellyn was on one side. Now Llewellyn was like he was a proper hero. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's a total badass. Never lost anything. <laughs> Like, like calling yourself the undefeated kind of fucking yeah. level of cocky. But like Owen and David, both, his brothers, both defected against him, started a war over um, Gwyneth Oichikomwi, and he won. Llewellyn won, obviously, obviously. Becoming the sole ruler of Gwyneth, once again. Okay. And after a... Uh, so this this happens, like, and, and a couple of years later, after an appeal was made to Llewellyn by the people of Gwyneth Iskonwi, so the land that was taken away from them before, which was the east of the Conwy River... Yeah, they said, "Oh, we we don't like our feudal lords, our our Norman lords. We don't like him. Please come and help us." Llewellyn invaded and took control of Gwyneth again. You look like you're about to fall asleep. No, I'm just concentrating. Just concentrating. So he's got Gwyneth again. Yeah. So I'm going to skip a little bit. Throughout the 1250s, right? Llewellyn politicked his way to more and more influence in Wales. Okay, but something. Something really interesting was happening in England, right? Oh. Something really interesting that, that affects what happens in Wales. I'm not just cutting away to a completely different podcast. This <laughs> does affect the situation in Wales, right? In England, in 1264, yep. several of the king's barons and feudal lords rose up against him because they weren't happy with just the dissatisfaction with his ruling and his taxes. Yeah. They were ruled, they were not ruled, they were led by a gentleman called Simon de Montfort. Mm-hmm. He is who De Montfort University is named after. Okay. It's called the First Baronial War. Maybe the second, I'm not sure. It's, called, it's a baronial war, happened in 1264. Now, De Montfort's forces um, fought the king and his, and his son Edward 
at the Battle of Lewis. And they won. And they captured the king and his son. The king and his son Edward. The king and Prince Edward are, are prisoners of this, of this man. <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, this is, the closest, this is the closest the monarchy ever got to being ab- abolished. Um, until Cromwell. Yeah. Right? So he, he was... Uh, de Montfort was like a, a, a progenitor of like new democracy and uh, he made the king sign various treaties of like giving different power to his lords and like changing the way that, that the vassalage works because before then it was kind of everyone was just autonomous everyone could just do what they want and war with whoever they liked the fact that um, Harold Godwinson in 1062 went to war with went, uh, went to war with Gwyneth it wasn't, it wasn't the king the king didn't go and attack him it was on, on the king's orders so this kind of increased, somehow increased the crown authority, but also also made it so that they had more, they had more power and more democracy. Okay. And he allowed, he allowed sort of the ordinary people a bit more of a vote and more of a say. Cool. Now, de Montfort was a good guy, and he signed a treaty with Llewellyn at Griffith in exchange for a permanent peace, and Llewellyn's right to rule Wales would be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in 1265, the year later, in the Battle of Evesham, after Prince Edward had escaped and loyalist to the crown, Simon de Montfort was killed in 1265 and the monarchy was restored. Why is it never just, like, simple? This is, this is medieval. Medieval Britain. What? Yeah, That's okay. what happened in the medievals. So, Henry III is, is alive. He's a bit ill at this point. Yeah. Uh, Prince Edward is, is brewing. But, knowing this had happened, Llewellyn struck before the newly reinstated king could act. Um, destroying multiple English armies that were still raised, yeah? Which led to, he was in a great position of power at this point, which led to the Treaty of Montgomery. You know what Montgomery is? I've heard. Yeah, mid- Midwell sort of Paris yeah. area. Montgomery shit, it's called now. Lembit Opic used to be the MP for Montgomery shit. Who? Lembit Opic? No. You know that silly liberal MP? No. Oh, okay. He was married to one of the cheeky girls? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for I Don't Know Politics, starring Alex and RJ. <laughs> but, I, yeah, no, what, no uh, the best thing that we could do is I Don't Know Pop Culture, where I teach you pop culture and how... I know plenty about pop culture, thank you very much. Excuse me, do, how much do you know about the S Club 7? I know that Rachel Stevens is in them. Yeah. Did you know that it was called S Club 7 because the producer of S Club 7 wanted to recreate their magic that was Spice Girls? And that's why the S is there. No. And also sugar babes. What's the opposite of sugar? Spice. Babes. Girls. That's what sugar babes are there for. Oh. I could teach you a lot. So what about uh, what about Liberty X? Liberty X. They were originally called Liberty, but there that. was a band or a brand, uh, I can't remember the word, uh, that was like, no, 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 you're, you're damaging our, us because of that. Did you know that... Uh, and they were like, okay, we'll just call ourselves Liberty X on our next album. Did you know that Lee Ryan from Blue is in EastEnders now? Yes, I did. I think someone from Five is in one of the shows. Did you know that Anthony Costa's doing nothing with his career? Who? Anthony. Exactly! <laughs> exactly! Costa. Who's Anthony So, you know, Anthony. so you've got Lee Ryan, the one who can sing. Yeah. You've got Duncan and Simon, the attractive ones. Duncan's the one with the hair, Simon's the black one. Okay. And then you've got Anthony Costa, who's... Who's Abs? The other one. Who? Abs. Abs? I think he was in Five. Oh, God. This is... I don't know history! No, I'm talking... Tangents. Abs. Singer. He had a really popular one-hit song 
Abs, is it Abs Love? English rapper. I think he was in a band. So yeah, he was yeah. in Five. Yeah, and he went solo and made the song "What You Got," which I'm gonna listen to pretty much straight after this podcast is finished. Terrible. Because I need to remember. It's the one where he's on a fucking rooftop and dancing, and I'm pretty sure everything's pretty orange. RJ, can I just do? What? A fucking podcast. Yes, you can. You got me distracted by saying Spice Girls. I didn't say anything about the Spice no, Girls. No, you said Cheeky Girls. You said, oh, I don't know anything about pop. Fine, fine. Okay. So in 1267, the Treaty of Montgomery, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you remember that? Let's yeah. just... Llewellyn, he beat the king, and he was like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, so he was he was allowed to be, call himself the Prince of Wales, in exchange for 25,000 what were called marks back in the day. Okay. 25 grand in installments. Yeah? He couldn't pay that. I he's, can't pay that. He stopped paying eventually, right? Problems arose due to Llewellyn Lapgriffith's territorial ambitions. Again, the King of England, he's, he's not happy with that. He nev- they never want any, any Welshman to have too much power. Okay. Henry III died in 1272, as it happened. And his, his son, uh, Edward? Edward, the King Edward I... This is after the this is after the numbering system came in because obviously Edward the Confessor was a king as well. He, yep. he would have been Edward the First, but this Edward was Edward the First. He really wanted to be the first, not the second. It's also it? referred to as Longshanks. Longshanks. Edward Longshanks. Don't know that. Of Braveheart fame. Oh, how's he Braveheart? He's who William Wallace fought against. I obviously after the, after Wallace, after I'm... he dealt with the after he dealt with the Welsh. <laughs> Um, in 1274, there was a plot to kill Llewellyn Ap Griffith by his brother David and other conspirators. It was planned that Owain, yeah. Llewellyn's other brother, would come to Llewellyn Ap Griffith's home with armed men and assassinate him. But a snowstorm prevented it. <laughs> Fortunately. I don't know why there's so much backstabbing and betrayal. It's, it's unbelievable. Poor, poor Llewellyn Ap Griffith. All he wants to do is rule Wales and his brothers are like, nah, let's kill him. So forgiving as well. He's so forgiving. He's pretty chill. Yeah. In 1276, however, because of his uh, his territorial ambitions and his lack of paying back these debts that uh, he was he, he promised to pay for being allowing himself to call, be called the Prince of Wales, um, Llewellyn Ap Griffith was declared a traitor by King Edward, who raised a massive army and marched on him. And he was for- like he just couldn't he couldn't raise enough men. He just he was forced to surrender, and they signed the Treaty of Aberconway. 1277, okay. which confined him back again to Gwynedd Oich Conwy, the, the land west, the land in Gwynedd west of the River Conwy, yep. and forced him to acknowledge the crown, the English crown as his sovereign. So you're, you're not the king anymore, you're not the ruler of Wales, I am your ruler, says King Edward, you're just the Prince of Gwynedd now, that's it. Yeah, that is what I give you, that and is what you are. That was, that was sort of the end of it, nearly. <laughs> Llewellyn Ap Griffiths kind of went... Uh, you know what? Fine. You got me. The last, the last military combat or action that Llewellyn Ap Griffith was involved in was in 1282, when Llewellyn's brother, David, attacked the English in Howarden Castle in Flint. Okay. You know where Flint is? No. Northeast Wales. Northeast. Llewellyn okay. Ap Griffith d- didn't want a war. He didn't want to, 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 to be a rebel. Uh, but he felt obliged to side with his family. He actually wrote this in a, uh, in a letter to the Archbishop of Canterbury, uh, John Peckham, who, at the time. So I don't want this, but I've, I've got it. 
So after Edward, the king of England, occupied Gwynedd East Conwy, so Gwynedd east of the River Conwy, Llewellyn ap Griffith went, Look, this isn't going to work, we're just going to get destroyed here. He left Davith to defend it, and he led a force south. So on the 11th of December, so not, not long now, at the Battle of Orowin Bridge, he was tricked into leaving his army. They don't know how reports are sketchy. They always are from things in the 13th century. Yeah. He was tricked into leaving his army behind and he was ridden down by a lancer. It's kind of hard to back Who stuck him. So Llewellyn ap Griffith was dead, was killed, and the morale of the Welsh was kind of broken with him, unfortunately. Honey. Um, yeah? Not him. Is that honey? It's kind of sad. Yeah. So the battle and, and the war was was very much won by the English. After Llewellyn ap Griffith's death, uh, David kind of carried on a little bit, but that was that was the end of it really. And, and Wales became very quickly part part of England. And then you fast forward a fair bit in the future again, and that's when the English came in, told us that we can't speak Welsh anymore. And nearly killed our language. Yeah. And then we put it on road signs. We taught it in schools. And the Welsh language has been doing some of the best work that it has been in decades. It's been doing all right. So, yeah. Wales was... Wales was gone. Yeah. Unfortunately. It was it was the Kingdom of England and and Wales. Um, Llewellyn Ap Griffiths also referred to as Llewellyn the Last. Because he was the last ruler. And he's held up as like a, a hero of Welsh culture. And he should be. Like, there are others like Owain Glyndwr in the, in the 16th century who rebelled against the English crown, but, like, that was the end of it, unfortunately. And, like, they did really bad things to his body as well, as they always do. Ugh. Like, do you know, like, how far into season three are you? No, I've, I haven't started. All right, well, I won't draw any... Uh, uh, i got to stop saying things. Um, yeah, <laughs> so they, they said there were reports that, like, they cut his head off and, and sent it to the king who put it on a big spike and left it there for like 14 days. Um, so like after things. Jon Snow gets decapitated, it's just left there in King's Landing. Do you, mean, s- do you mean Ned Stark? What did I say? Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah, I meant Ned Stark. Sorry, John, Jon Snow doesn't get decapitated. I'm very tired. Yeah, I know. I can and also I'm in love with Jon Snow. Jon Snow is pretty good. Jon Snow the Channel 4 news anchor or? No, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Uh, I want to get all up inside Kit Harrington. There are some reports that say that uh, Llewellyn Ap Griffith's body is actually buried in Llanrymne Hall in Cardiff. <laughs> One day we shall dig it up. You I and mean, me. Let's not. Turns out he's still alive. He's but down yeah. there like, Guys, I've been waiting a thousand years. It's the plot of Ghostbusters 3. What? That could be the plot of Ghostbusters 3. Do you mean the reboot? No. Ghostbusters 3. There is no Ghostbusters 3. I'm aware of that. I'm, uh, don't worry. I Joke, thought, I, Joke was lost on you. Uh, do you feel like you know more about Welsh history now? I feel like I do. So you've learnt about one of the most prevalent and heroic figures in Welsh history, uh, Llewellyn Ap Griffith. Yep. The other one's probably a wine glandeur. Yep. But um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to subscribe and leave a comment. What else can they do, RJ? They can review us on iTunes, on Stitcher. They can also visit podmage.com, where who are the executive producers of this podcast. They also do 
multiple other podcasts, such as the Cup RJ podcast, which is my talk show, Rhyme Quest, which is a D&D podcast. There is Book Club, which is a book club in which they... I, I, I see, I get it, I get it. There is plenty more on the way uh, on, on said website, and I'm very excited to see it come to fruition. Visit the website. There is a picture of Tom dressed up as a wizard currently on there pointing at the logo. Oh. It's some of my finest oh, work. Lovely. And if you enjoy hearing about history, make sure you tune into the next exciting episode of I Don't Know History, or even the last two episodes where we talked about uh, what did we talk about? We, we talked about World War II and, and the, the Battle, Battle of Hastings. Hastings. 1066. Yeah. 0800 00 1066. Thanks for listening, guys. See you soon. <laughs> Bye.